So we pick up this week where we left off last week. Except most of you weren't where I was last week to hear my homily, because I was up the road at St. John. So last week, we heard how Jesus fed thousands of people with five loaves of bread and two fish. And this week, we pick up immediately where that account left off. And I found, I found it to be a bit strange when we hear in the very first line tonight, or today, after Jesus had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side. He made them. They didn't want to get into that boat. They didn't want to go to the other side without him. But Jesus had something important that he himself needed to do. It says that after that happened and he dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain to pray. He needed alone time. He needed to be in communion with his heavenly father. Remember what the first line was of the gospel last week? When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him. Last week at the very beginning of the gospel, Jesus learns of the death of his cousin, John the Baptist, but not just his blood relative. He learns of the death of one who had gone out and said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent of your sins. Prepare the way of the Lord. The Messiah is coming. John was ushering in this new time, this new era of God breaking into God's world and saving God's people. And so with the death of John the Baptist, Jesus wasn't just saddened at his death, but Jesus knew that his own death was on the horizon, that he knew that his passion, the rejection by his own people, and that his crucifixion was approaching. And to have the strength and the courage to continue this journey to the cross, Jesus needed that prayer time. He needed that alone time. And people, people needed him. And so they clamored after him wherever he went. And so he had to make the disciples get into a boat and leave him. He had to make the crowds go back home so that he could have the time that he needed for prayer. But then we hear this account how a storm comes up and the disciples are in this boat and they're in danger of overturning. They're in danger of drowning because no doubt none of them could swim even though they were fishermen. They did not learn to swim usually in Jesus' day. So they figured it was better to drown immediately than to flail around in the water. But Jesus walks towards them. And it's a story that we all know and we're all familiar with, but I dare say we probably don't spend enough time with. For when the Gospels are so familiar, we typically say, oh yeah, I've heard that before. And we fail to realize it's the living Word of God that teaches us 
day in and day out. And because we're different today than we were three years ago when we heard this gospel, it can bring new meaning and new insight into our lives. Have you ever thought about Peter? Why would Peter say, if it is you, command that I walk on the water? Peter was brazen and brash. For the Lord had already said, it is I. It is I. Do not be afraid. So maybe it was out of faith that Peter said, if it is you, then I want to do what you're doing. Maybe it was foolishness. Maybe Peter didn't believe it was the Lord. But Peter gets out of that boat when Jesus says, come. And he starts walking on that water. Something impossible for us humans, unless it's frozen. And that lake wasn't frozen. The wind's whipping around. The waves are probably crashing even over his head. And he walks on that water until he pays more attention to the storm than to his Lord and Master Jesus who is standing right in front of him. And Peter begins to sink like the rock that he is. But yet, he had enough faith to say, Lord, save me. And Jesus does. He stretches immediately out that hand, grasps Peter. He doesn't only just save him, he also rebukes him. Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So faith or foolishness got him out of the boat. But his faith saved him when he began to doubt. Because he did cry out to the Lord. Because Peter knew that he couldn't save himself. That he got himself into a predicament. And he needed help. Do we have that same faith? Do we have that same faith that when we get ourselves into our own predicaments, that we cry out, Lord, save me? Or do we continue down our own foolish way and try to get ourselves out of what we got ourselves into? For Jesus always stands ready with an arm and a hand outstretched to grasp us and to lift us up out of whatever we find ourselves in. So much does he care for us. So much does he love us. Another lesson in this gospel is that the Lord is with us in each and every storm in which we find ourselves. You know, this COVID and pandemic that is going around, I've heard so many people say we're all in the same boat. No, we're all in the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat. For Jesus has commanded some to get out of that boat and to walk on that water, to face the storm and the fears in a very real way. And he's right there with each and every one of us. The Lord will not immediately take away the storms in your life, but he will help see you through them. And I know it's difficult for us human beings think maybe the storms are what we need 
but oftentimes they are. God doesn't cause the storm, but he might allow us to be in the storm because it's what we need to grow in our relationship with God. It's what we need to grow in our relationship with each other. Have you ever thought maybe it's the storms that you endure in your life are to make you a better husband, a better wife, a better son, a better daughter, a better mother, or a better father, or a better sibling, or just a better person in general for God's kingdom and this world in which we live. Yes, we don't like pain. Yes, we don't like difficulties and struggle. But take away the pain and the difficulties and the struggle out of your life. And who are you? You see, those difficulties, those struggles, those pains, they show us who we are and whose we are. So when we find ourselves, like Peter, beginning to sink because of all the worldly things that are thrown at us, may we have the faith of Peter to cry out, Lord, save me.